Raffaday, and welcome to another episode of Live Till Five. Broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of Harvest Family Radio. This is Live Till Five, our Friday afternoon live local talk and variety program. Every week, two hours of live local talk radio here at KHMG 88.1 FM Harvest Family Radio, a ministry of Harvest Baptist Church. Glad to have you with us today. Maybe you're driving around on this dreary Friday afternoon, getting ready for the big rain this weekend. Half a day to you. Some of you might still be at work. Glad you could tune in there at your desk through khmg.org. By the way, if you ever miss part of the show, you can go to khmg.org, download the podcast, listen to the show in its entirety at your leisure. We just have to do a few little edits before we upload as a podcast. So usually within a few hours of the end of the show, it's available for download. You can also listen to the rebroadcast, noon to two on Saturdays, seven to nine p.m. Sunday nights. Catch us on the rebound when we rebroadcast the show in its entirety. We do that on purpose because we know many of you can't listen to two hours straight of radio. It's just too much. Just too much, Jared. Yeah, I got you. You're driving about. You have a few minutes in the car here and there. Maybe you just you know, running an errand real quick or just left picking up your kids from school or in between jobs and you click the radio on. I hear you. I know. Two hours of radio is a lot. But tune in Saturdays, noon to 2, Sunday night, 7 to 9 p.m. Catch us on the rebound and get the rest of the show, the part that you don't get to listen to today. We'd love to have you there. Also, let us know you're listening. Find us on Facebook. Harvest Family Radio Guam is on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. If you follow us there, you'll get updates anytime we upload a new podcast or maybe put a link to a new song that we're featuring or a new blog post. Chris Harper does a great job keeping all that updated along with Sebastian Basildua. And a shout out to Sebastian and his wife, Jessica. Jessica, as many of you know, is also the staff baker for the Live Till 5 crew and uh, also a research assistant. And uh, her and Sebastian are expecting and could be expecting even this weekend. I think her due date is this weekend. So if you think about it, by the time this Sunday night broadcast is over, we might have a third little Basil Dua on the Live Till 5. Well, he won't be on payroll yet, but we'll somehow give him a title and maybe a little onesie that has a name tag on it or something because you know we want to build up our staff and get him in here young he might be the future host of live till five you never know it's in his blood right okay well it is friday september 21st some stuff happened this week and then i'll go back to my list here i get two different lists one comes from ambassador advertising which i think is a christian advertising agency and they used to fax these things in. Now our fax machine is the same thing as our copy machine, is the same thing as our email. So I get this fax, but it's really an email. On the 17th this week, it was Locate an Old Friend Day. So it's an opportunity not to stalk them, but to reconnect with them. Tuesday was Get Ready Day. Uh, let's see here. That's when people started talking about Christmas. And so uh, that's when you're supposed to start getting ready for Christmas, apparently. Wednesday was Talk Like a Pirate Day, probably one of the most irritating observances around. Um, Or 
uh, talk like your hard of hearing day, which is also irritating people yelling all the time. But talk like a pirate day is was Wednesday. Yesterday, pepperoni pizza day. And I'm going to talk about pepperoni pizza in a little bit. But uh, according to Pizza Today, pepperoni is the top pizza ingredient, followed by sausage, mushroom, green pepper, and olives. Pineapple, way off the list, way down at the bottom. I like pineapple on pizza myself. Today, miniature golf day. So it's National Miniature Golf Day. We don't have any miniature golf on Guam anymore, I don't think. We used to have one or two. We had an indoor miniature golf place for a while. Anyway, we'll talk about pepperoni pizza here. I have an article all about it. But first, the monthly observances. This list is provided to us by Bob the Librarian. Thank you very much, Bob. Faithfully contributing to the show for the last few years. Laughing at some of the funny parts. Cringing at some of the other non-funny parts. Thank you, Bob. He's also the registrar of Harvest Baptist Bible College. In case you were wondering. It's College Savings Month. Boy, I wish I would have heard that about 30 Septembers ago. Eat Chicken Month. Ethnic Foods Month. Fall Hat Month. Figs Month. Food Allergy Awareness. Fruit and Veggie Go Wild During California Wild Rice Month. Great American Low Cholesterol, Low Fat Pizza Bake Month. That sounds terrible, actually. Great American Low Cholesterol, Low Fat Pizza Bake Month. Come on, people. Observances are supposed to be either meaningful or happy. That is neither. Happy Cat Month. Also debatable. Healthy Aging Month. Home and Sports Eye Safety Month, Hunger Action Month. Uh, Let's see, International People Skills Month, Self-Awareness, Speak Out, Square Dancing, Strategic Thinking, Uh, Latino Heritage, Leukemia and Lymphoma Awareness, Library Card Sign Up, Million Minute Family Challenge, Mold Awareness, National Alcohol and Drug Addiction Recovery, Atrial Fibrillation Awareness, Bed Check, Biscuit, let's see a few more here, Breakfast, National Breakfast Month, I don't know how many of you like breakfast, but uh, I'm a big breakfast guy, I like breakfast, I don't like breakfast every day at breakfast because it makes me sleepy all morning, but I could eat breakfast for dinner anytime, especially from a diner, like the famous one in Wisconsin, I'm not going to mention and get off on a rabbit trail, but that was a good breakfast for dinner. National Chicken Month, Child Awareness, Childhood Injury Prevention, Childhood Obesity Awareness. Those celebrating that don't go to that restaurant in Wisconsin. Cholesterol Education, ditto. And Coupon Month, to name a few. Those are just a few things that are being observed this month. Let's look at uh, what's happening this week. We're coming off of Constitution Week. Uh, We'll end this weekend. Indoor Plant Week ends tomorrow. Uh, let's see here. Love your files week. Um, I know a few people that that might appeal to. Um, Tolkien week, like J.R.R. Tolkien, ends tomorrow. Pollution prevention ends on Sunday. Uh, but t- this this week, like starting today or later, National Ballroom Dance Week. Okay, um, that's that's something. I don't think I'm going to be celebrating that. I have no rhythm. Uh, Banned Books Week. I think we had Bob on here last year. Maybe we'll have him come up and talk about that next week if we have time here. 
Child Passenger Safety Week starts on the 23rd. Deaf Dog Awareness, 23rd to the 29th. I think Dalmatians are um, have a genetic predisposition towards deafness. I think that's why they make good fire dogs, if I remember right. International Interpreters and Translators Week starts Sunday. Dog Week starts Sunday. Keep Kids Creative Week. Remember to register to vote week. Sea Otter Awareness. World Hearing Aid Awareness. World Reflexology. And uh, I went to a reflexologist once. I'm not, I don't want to make too much of a commentary here, but he looked at the wrinkles on my feet and told me what my illnesses were. I don't know about that. Skeptical. I'm skeptical. I'm skeptic when it comes to reflexology. Iridology is another one that I'm just not too sure about. Hopefully I'm not alienating any of our listeners. But they look at the little colors in your eyes and they tell you if your gallbladder is healthy or not. Yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Yesterday was National Rum Punch Day. Not that I've ever had rum punch, but I'm always joking with the baristas at the hub when I can't decide what I want. And they'll say, what would you like today, Pastor Baldwin? I'll say, hmm, I'll take a flaming rum punch. Now, I've never had rum punch. I don't even know what is in rum punch, I'm, I'm afraid to ask. But it's what Clarence the Angel orders in It's a Wonderful Life, right before he gets thrown out by Vince or whatever the guy's name was. Anyway, yesterday was the celebration of it, apparently. Today, Constitution Day, Pledge Across America Day, Banana Festival Day, Day of Peace, uh, let's see here, uh, Pecan Cookie, National POWMIA Recognition Day, and I am going to talk about that in the second half of the show. That's going to be my second half of the show theme today. Tradesman Day, World Alzheimer's Day, and Gratitude Day. Tomorrow, the 22nd, American Business Women's Day, Autumnal Equinox, uh, Batman Day, Chainmail Day, Chainmail, Chainmail. There's two kinds of chain mail. There were chain letters where people would send a letter to one person and it would have kind of a cryptic threat. And if you didn't send the letter on to a certain number of other people, I think that was a chain letter. Chain mail, I think, is the armor. Anyway, we'll find out. I'm sure one of our listeners might text me during the show. Dear Diary Day, Elephant Appreciation Day, first day of autumn, hence the autumnal equinox, Fish Amnesty Day, Hobbit Day, uh, let's see, Rabbit Day, mm, Centenarians Day, Doodle Day, Hunting and Fishing Day, and Ice Cream Cone Day, just to name a few. Rhino Day also tomorrow. Sunday, um, let's see here, it is Sign Language Day, Great American Pot Pie Day, that sounds like a great day, Snack Stick Day, Restless Leg Syndrome Awareness Day. Do we really need to have a day for that? I don't know. The 24th Family Day. Eat a dinner with your kids, family day. Be involved, stay involved. Bluebird of Happiness Day. Cherry's Jubilee Day. Uh, let's see. Punctuation Day. The 25th. Bright Pink Lipstick Day. Just in case you see someone on the 25th wearing that. Um, they're doing it because they're celebrating. Crab Meat Newberg Day. Uh, math Storytelling Day. Uh, psychotherapy Day. Tune-up day, voter registration day, and uh, pharmacist day. The 26th is my wife's birthday, by the way. But she doesn't like to be mentioned on the show. 
and she definitely doesn't want everyone to know how old she'll be. But it is her birthday on the 26th. Uh, Compliance Officer Day, Johnny Appleseed Day, Love Note Day, National Dumpling Day, Pancake Day, Women's Health and Fitness, Shamu the Whale Day, and Situational Awareness Day, the 27th, Ancestor Appreciation Day, Crush a Can Day, Google's Birthday, Chocolate Milk Day, Corned Beef Hash Day, uh, let's see, World Maritime Day and World Tourism Day. Those are just a few things that are happening as observances. Now, before we take a break, and we are going to indeed take a break for Harvest Highlights here in a minute. It Yesterday was Pepperoni Pizza Day, and I saw this because a local pizza restaurant had their Facebook advertising. Um, they boosted their ad, and I happened to fall into their target audience, and and I clicked on it. And yesterday was a great deal to get pepperoni pizza. I might have missed it, though. I don't know if they're still offering it today. But this is uh, some facts about pepperoni pizza from Fill Your Plate, uh, sponsored by Arizona Farm Bureau's Insurance, which that's an obscure, obscure, obscure thing. But in 50% of all pizzas ordered across this great nation include spicy rounds of pork as their absolutely favorite ingredient. Other sources say 36%. New York Times recognizes pepperoni as America's favorite pizza topping. New York Times. What is pepperoni? Well, famous foodies around the country describe it as an American variety of Italian salami. Like salami, it's a mix of spiced, dried pork and beef, heavier on the pork, stuffed into a casing. These casings, once primarily the long intestine of pigs and sheep, are now cellulose. And the entire process from pig and cow to pepperoni is a lot like that used by the Native Americans to make pemmican. Pepperoni was first used on American pizzas sometime between the First and Second World Wars. The invention was likely a way to use up the scraps of pork and beef set aside when carving out the various steaks, roasts, and chops. <clears throat> if it hadn't been for that, 252 million pounds of pepperoni used on pizzas each year would be absent and pizza lovers everywhere would be heartbroken. Arizona, for example, where this website is sourced, $60 million pork industry. Uh, didn't know that Arizona was such a large pork producer there. A lot of pepperoni comes from there. In terms of nation's pizzerias, 70,000 and counting. That's the, that's the number of pizza restaurants in the United States right now. In Iowa, which has the most pizza stores per person of any state, Mississippi has the fewest, means that they would add this last year 1,300 new pizza outlets. Finally, while it's a little late for this year's Super Bowl week, so this article's uh, two years old, actually, a year and a half old. Um, let's see here. Pizza is, of course, the number one food during the Super Bowl. So that's a bunch of worthless information about pepperoni but yesterday was pepperoni pizza day and you can go out and celebrate it posthumously by getting a delicious is it posthumously post posthumously would be if you ate too much pizza and expired just celebrate it the day after whatever whatever that word post something anyway hey let's take a short break for harvest highlights when we come back Lawrence Nangas will be with us with this day in history. We'll enjoy a nice cup of coffee on this rainy Friday afternoon, September 21st, 3.20 p.m. here, episode 282 of Live Till 5. I'm Jared Baldwin, your host. Be back right after this.
and we're back with a little more live till five. It's Friday, September twenty first, three twenty eight p.m. here at the KHMG studios. Welcome back. In the first segment, I used a word incorrectly. I said that you could enjoy your pepperoni pizza, uh, International Pepperoni Pizza Day, yesterday. You could enjoy that pizza today, possibly posthumously. And Chris uh, corrected my use of the language. Posthumous, what does posthumously mean, Chris? It means something occurring or continuing after your death. Okay. So most likely you cannot eat your pepperoni pizza posthumously. No. No, I think I was... I, the word post was in there. I was thinking like ex post facto or something like that. Like after the fact, right? To yeah. do something after the fact. Yeah, so I was thinking... The fact. I think it was sure. ex post facto is what I was thinking. I, I don't know, honestly, but it, at least that sounds good. And uh, using a little Latin... as a l- Weaponizing Latin today. So... Uh, Lawrence, how are you doing today? Good, man. Good. We had a good first fundraiser. So um, anytime we get to this part of the year, these Friday afternoons seem to be a little bit more tiring than uh, than an average one, I guess you could say. But honestly, it's a lot of fun to work with the seniors. We had a great time, and uh, hopefully the families that came on campus enjoyed the time with uh, their, their little ones uh, celebrating International Day. Those uh, international garb the costumes the kids were wearing were beautiful they're amazing most most colorful campus and you feel bad for some of them not feel bad i guess for but they're they're in there's certain costumes that are specifically for the winter and uh you know and in, in, in their country that's when they'd be worn but on guam it doesn't really matter when you right. wear them yeah it's going to be a little bit warm in those costumes but they still wear it anyways and have a great time make some good pictures like you said the oh yeah colors a lot of parents on campus today because of it as well i bumped into a, a parent of a K-3 student at a restaurant at lunchtime today, and he saw um, Harvest on one of the people's shirts that I was eating lunch with, and he's like, oh, I love that school. And we're like, really? He's like, yeah, my third, my K-3's there. Uh, uh, she's doing International Day right now. And that was that was kind of neat that that was something that stands out to parents. So, yeah. Um, you know what? I think it would be appropriate for us to just go straight to this segment because this segment is brought to us by... The Hub, Hebrews Worldwide Coffee Shop and Bookstore, the best little coffee shop on Guam, offering an endless variety of coffees and teas and baked goods. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And today, even though they closed early because of International Day, early um, school, early dismissal, they did not disappoint. They took care I, of us. I was, I was tempted, tempted to, I think the word we would use back in the Midwest, grouse. I was tempted to grouse about yeah, it. You sure. know, not not a full-blown complaint, but just like a, oh boy, what did they give us here? Because there was just an air pot, standard bun stainless steel air pot. <laughs> a bun-o-matic. Bun-o-matic, um, and some uh, uh, of the old standard Hebrews cups. And I was thinking, oh boy, here we go. We got, uh, yeah, and it's, this, it's really stainless Sounds steel. Sounds like that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's uh, what you'd be hearing for. It was it was full, and I'm thinking, okay, they made us a pot of coffee. That's great. We will run with this. We will promote plain coffee to them. Because I noticed there was no creamers or stirring sticks. You know, all the little accoutrements that they usually provide with this stuff. So, uh, um, And I was thinking, okay, with this, this will still be fine. Jared, you're okay. You don't have to have such high expectations. But you know what? I'm glad I didn't grouse about it and that it only happened in my heart for a brief second. Because as soon as we... Out of the tap flowed. I know. You flip the little handle up and you, you press down on the lever and out comes this aromatic 
I don't know, something, it, it wafts. Fall-scented potpourri. That's right. It, it wafted Into out the of the radio cup. station. It's, it's almost as if th- this is something you would enjoy posthumously. Yeah. For if you died and went to heaven. There you go. This may be they, there. This is yes. the drink. This See? this might actually be the, the, the drink nectar. of the month up there. The nectar. Yes. <laughs> the drink yes. of the month up there. <laughs> it's the drink of the month up there. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. I'm sure it's it good. is. It's good. Uh, wh- what do you guys, I mean, this is just, and it's piping hot too. It's piping hot and it's and, and it's thick. Uh, yeah. I shouldn't say it's thick. It's got a as, dark. But it's, it's. The flavor is not lacking. No, it's it's a it's a dark rendition of this, yeah. this drink. It's a dark. It's usually a little lighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called cider dark. It's not pale. It, yeah, it's is, dark. Is, is the version? It's it's a uh, you know. It, there's light and medium and, and dark roast. This is a, a dark a, roast a cider. Slight, just a slight. We didn't even clean. say what it was. No, yeah. go ahead, Chris. You've got the voice. Cider. Yeah. There you go. Mm. Apple cider. Oh, boy. Apple cider. This it's is one of those rare times robust. where. Well, I guess every week I feel bad for the listeners. Well, I guess I, I shouldn't say it that way because that doesn't sound good either. Just I feel bad that you're not here with us. Well, on a chilly afternoon, tons of rain since about 11 o'clock on, 11.30. Oh, yeah. uh, so chilly for Guam. A, a little robust dark cider yeah. for the win. Yes. <laughs> Whatever they do to this, keep yeah. doing it because um, it. I can't tell if it has a hint of like a orange rind or a well usually citrusy. they'll put they'll put some caramel in the bottom of the cup and let that kind of work itself into the mm. cider mm. this is can, unneeded here this is this is very very good just straight it up. has good mouthfeel it's the right temperature right texture <laughs> good good, good aromatics feel. that's the term they use yeah. oh i know on the I cooking just, shows I, yeah i just hadn't worked it around and, it's and, it's a good yeah. bake it's a good bake it's a good bake that's a nice proof and this yeah. is uh has good mouthfeel. no soggy it. bottom yeah Yes, exactly that. Boy. Yeah. Um and we have a whole pot of it. We so do. It's a little bit dangerous. This is a bad we day have for one Sebastian cup. not to be here. We have one cup left. They gave us four cups. So if someone wants to come by and if have someone's a, in the local region a cuppa with us, as they would say in the a UK. Cup of right? cider. A cuppa? Yeah. Usually they're talking about tea, but yeah. they can have a cuppa with us. Yeah. Um we have one waiting with here. Plenty of cider up here. For a listener that is close by. We might even have a second cup somewhere. We, we could, probably do. We, we could, could probably... scrounge up. Right. And I'll, I've just used one side of mine. <clears throat> it's so true. If we get really hard up. Yes, and we if someone could drink right out of this pot, really. I mean, it's that <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, you could put it so, under just small pumps at a time. So the whole reason we do this little exercise is, first off, we want to feature some of the best things that they offer down at the Hub. And this would be one of those best things. It's a seasonal it's the drink. Of the month. drink. It's drink of the month. You can go by, and they will make it. They make it with a smile on their face. You just feel like you just got a little cup of love and, and, uh, yeah. and you know goodness. Yeah, Goodness and mercy, flowing. Yes, and it's it's right out of the it's cup. piping hot, piping hot. Yeah, it, this with a little bit of that carrot cake. Oh, we'd have to go oh, off the air for no. a few yes. just to collect ourselves. Shut down yes. the transmitter. That's right. <laughs> we, we would. Yeah, we're we going to change the name of show to Fat Till Five. Um, <laughs> yeah, because that is what's going to happen to us if we keep or fat because of life. Yes, uh, because of five or, or I something. I wish they had like a sugar free version, but then I would probably just of this bathe in of this. The, yeah, and so it probably wouldn't be. Good. Yeah, I don't know if it'd be as good. It wouldn't yeah. do justice. No, nothing sugar free is as good as regular. Nope. Bread. You know they say that nothing. Uh, tastes as good as skinny feels. I don't know if that's true in this case. This this tastes better than skinny feels. What if you don't know what skinny feels like? That's true. I guess you have nothing to compare it then to. Then you just keep going. Yeah. So yeah. nothing yeah. 
tastes as good as skinny discontentment should feel. Should feel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. All right. Well, um, it is uh, the 21st of September. Number of things happening around the world. Not only did I mention, of course, yesterday was pepperoni pizza day and a lot of different fun things starting up this weekend. We have, oh, by the way, uh, Lawrence and Lindsay, uh, your wife has a baby shower tomorrow. She does. Yeah, two to four in the FLC. Uh, normally, baby showers are had prior to the baby born. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the word is that, not posthumously, but there's probably a, a pre. It's post. Yeah, that would be it, a. It'd be a pre-birth. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, baby shower. But yep. this one, she'll be one month Preceding. old. Preceding, yep. She'll be one month old come Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, they'll have a great time tomorrow. Uh, and we also have Spirit Week set up tomorrow morning. So, busy day tomorrow. Uh, but that's okay. We have a lot of fun coming up next week. Uh, Dr. Tillotson will be with us here on yep. campus. And uh, so tomorrow, we're just going to, as a staff, get ready for that. And then, uh, of course, the shower. And then um, and then you'll collapse. Start summit. Yeah, and then, at some and it's point. it's going to be busy. I'm hoping it, it'll be until, until next weekend that I actually can make it and then collapse. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but Columbus Day is around the corner. True. Uh, True. I guess it's around, it's around about two corners. Yeah, yeah. But it'll so. be nice. That'll be a nice little three-day weekend for you. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Lawrence, since you are the history professor, and it is the 21st of September, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of that history while Chris and I continue to sip on our delectable yeah. nectar? Yeah, and if there is a pause, it is not because for any other reason than to just take another sip of cider. But um, I think a couple weeks ago, maybe it was last, <laughs> as you hear it pour right that into was the, the cup. That was the, uh, here, it, uh, here. let's turn, turn your mic over here, just so people can hear. That's apple cider, folks. You are getting a That's, 3D uh, version of Live Till 5 today. apple cider. It's about 147 degrees, mm-hmm. and um, it's dark. It's a, it's a dark cider. Have you guys seen... There was a show um, that played with one of these, but it's one of those three. <laughs> sorry, we're dropping some of this valuable. Uh, Don't spill any every of the cider here. It's priceless. It's okay. We'll get it during the break. Um, some of those three D mics, where it's a microphone, but you can make the sound to where when you're listening to it with a headphone, yeah, it's so accurate that it sounds like it's somebody whispering in your ear. Yeah, no, um, I haven't seen that. No, yeah. Oh, they're they're it's, it's like, very it's called, trippy. It's called. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. There's a name for what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure um, there's a technical but, name. They were just calling it 3D, a 3D mic. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, there's one of my little recorders over there records in 5.1. It's got four microphones in it, and, it's, mm. and it records in 5.1 uh, Dolby stereo sure. kind of a deal. Sure. And it, it does. It sounds really weird when you record in that, and then you try to put headphones on, and it, it's strange. It feels like it's... Mm. Of course, it doesn't work properly yeah. in just a stereo set of headphones. If you had a, you know, like a surround sound they, system, it would work properly. Oh, okay. yeah, that's but, the five point one. Yeah, you could have yeah. it coming out of five areas. Yeah, oh. like the the four, well, left, right, front, back, mm-hmm. and then there's a center speaker as well. Yeah, so wow. that's the five point one. So. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh, we got that because we were we were yeah we were giving a little the sound, sound effect yeah right. because because five. it was a dead giveaway what it was so we wanted to give the it listeners was. the opportunity to experience how it sounds the, the trickle right. of sight you can't yeah. taste it but you can hear it that's right so eat your heart out listeners yeah. <laughs> there you go and come in Monday morning at seven thirty a.m. to the hub and order a Grab piping some cider. hot Ooh. cup of that dark cider so good. 
Uh, I think it was maybe a week or two ago I talked about the King's Crusade. Well, yes. here we have on this day in history. With Richard and yeah. his brother John. 1192, English King Richard the, the Lionhearted captured by Leopold V, Duke of Austria. So that's the country that took him captive. To me, I think there was some, some behind-the-scenes work with King John to keep him there. And uh, But the people loved Richard the Lionhearted so much that they actually raised this, in, this insane number uh, for a ransom and paid it and, and brought him back, wow. much to the chagrin of King John, uh, I'd say for sure. Um, so we'll continue, we'll continue on here. Uh, King James the first, uh, the one known for, uh, the King James version of the Bible in 1621. So 10 years after that was, um, published, um, King James the first gives Sir Alexander Sterling the Royal Charter for colonization of Nova Scotia. So Nova Scotia is a Canadian province. But uh, there were those royal charter charters. That's how they uh, divvied up some of the some of the colonies, even in America. Do you guys know at least one of the royal charters? There were three types. Royal charter was one, where the even though it was a colony, it answered directly back to the king. Hmm. There was no local government, basically. If you don't, it's okay. I think there might have been two, and I can only think of one. These are one, the 13 original colonies. Yeah, I'm talking about the 13 original colonies. Got it. One and then was King a royal George. charter colony. Right. So maybe Georgia? Uh, it, that might have been, but that wasn't an original colony. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Um, that was actually the prison. Like Australia was ah, to the world, yes. Georgia was to um, the, the, new, the new world. So A lot of swampland down there. Yeah, probably not but a lot they of put all the escape. prisoners down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe Virginia... No, Maryland. No, is Maryland? Was yeah. it Maryland? Yeah. Really? Maryland okay. was uh, was one of the royal charters. Uh, so, anyways, that's that's just extra. Uh, Seventeen seventy six. Nathan Hale. Everything sounds better on... that you say when you're drinking hot dark cider. Yeah, it really doesn't matter what I, mean, I say. That might oh, be the cool. best history fact I've ever heard. <laughs> Let me have some more cider. Uh, um, this stuff's as dark as coffee. It, it, that's I mean, exactly that. what I'm saying. Isn't it? That's why every time I look at it, all the terms that come to mind are what I'd use I to know. describe a coffee. Robust, right. dark. Yeah, right. You can't uh, say like golden, no, you know, honey no. dipped. No. No. Just, yeah, honey. What is it? Honey Honey crisp, honey I think, crisp is, a, is, is a type not, of apple. It's not accurate that's to this. That's not what comes to mind. This is brown as a four-week-old banana, but it tastes <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's ready for bread for sure. Uh, 1776, Nathan Hale spied on British <laughs> for American rebels, was arrested. He's the one that say... Uh, I believe it's attributed to him to say, I have but one life to give. Um, yeah. I regret I that I have school one, teacher. but one life to give. I think he was a school teacher. Country. Hey, we have someone that's going to come and uh, take us up on our free cup Uh-oh. of uh, apple All cider. Right. Step up some... to the mic. Here we this, go. This kid, this this young man, this young yeah. adult, uh, we're going to give him a cup here. We're I very think, privileged to have in in this room. I think he was actually born in this room. I think so. I think wow. The, the, or in they, this I area. I think there was a midwife came in, and while his dad <laughs> was delivering the verse of the day, his mom was delivering Bryce Collier. Their first child. Bryce, welcome yes. to the show. Yes, here I am. Thank you for having yeah. me. Yeah. So Bryce's dad was the founder of KHMG 88.1, and now Bryce, second generation Harvest staff member, newlywed. His wife, Katie, has been working for us this this uh, last couple months helping us in the office, but Bryce heard the call. I did. I did. And uh, yeah. responded. It was a great call. And that was a, that was <laughs> was a wise move. Man. It shows that 
we're even that much happier that we hired you because if I close my mind, if I close my mind, close your mind, close, I could do that. Close my eyes. It's it's almost like John's back with us, you know. It is. It's, it's he's here and and because um, we there were some days where where John, as we've run Chris through a bit of a ringer, if you will, when yep. things are just a lot of fun is happening up here, yeah. and, and John and and Chris have given us the same look. Yes, a few times. Yeah, before. it's kind of that. It's it's not even disapproving. It's more like a. I don't oh, know either ki- resignation or disappointment. It's, like, oh boy, it's uh, it's um, it's sort of like have you seen Incredibles and the the uh, Mister Incredible says that he's not associated with this these yes. these other superheroes. Yes, yeah. you just say, look, I am not affiliated <laughs> with these. I read I read that on John's face yeah. and on Chris's yeah. face. Oh, that's right. oh, yeah. for sure. Right. Well, I, I'll okay. give what's left what of this day. Give we were only the in the 1700s, years to go. Yeah, come on. Um, but 1780, Benedict Arnold gives British Major John Andre the plans to West Point. Uh, one of the first things he did as he began to turncoat, uh, if you will, and, and one of the famous names known for that. Um, but uh, really, I, I read a book this summer called Legends and Lives of the American Revolution, and um, he was one of the guys that they go over and really... There's obviously no excuse to become a traitor, but he he got overlooked a number of times, and you can you can begin to understand why a man who had some great ideas and some good leadership abilities, who just kept getting overlooked and overlooked and overlooked, would get fed up with that. Again, not justifying what he did, he let it he let it grip him. He did. And he he yeah. did. Bitterness. It, it, yeah, bitterness. bitterness. It, it yeah. definitely, definitely turned. And then when the enemy finds that out, they'll just prod at that for oh, yeah. all it's yep. worth. So, uh, anyway, so he began, he began to um, be be the traitor he was at this time here. Um, we'll, we'll move down here a little bit. We have other things we can cover now. Bryce, what do you think about that apple cider? By the way, this is fantastic. It yeah, is, right. Would you this buy is. it at the hub? Uh, yeah. How much is it? Seventy four dollars a cup. <laughs> <laughs> Still yeah. it. Still it's the new Honeycrisp version. <laughs> no, hey, is... But you get to keep the cup. A note about uh, Tolkien Day. Yes. 1937, J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit is published by George Allen and, uh, and Unwin in London. So, Whoa. Hence the, na- hence the day that, being that Tolkien's might, day. That, that's, that's either an eerie coincidence or that was planned. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with it. The Hobbit was published. Intentional, so yeah. Made it his day. Yeah. So, uh, as again, I always look for... Uh, Something positive. I mean, Something positive. That's pretty that's, good. Bilbo yeah. Baggins is pretty positive. Yeah. That is pretty right. good. It doesn't get much better than the lessons yeah. he learned yeah. down there with Gim, uh, uh, Gollum. Yeah. I almost called him Gimli, <laughs> but they lived Gimli? there. Gimli? Very they different were, They were two different, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two different people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but really, I, I, might just, uh, I might just leave it on that. Um, like Michael Jordan, you want to go out on top, not, yeah. uh, not yeah. try and come back and... Like yeah. Michael Jordan, you'll be in a yeah. wizard's outfit. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Right yeah. Wow. See, if you put all that together. <laughs> all right. Well, Lawrence, thank you very much for that. I want to run something by all you guys, sports related, and then we'll take a uh, extended break here. But uh, yeah, we could talk about the Browns now. That, yeah. Uh, Ooh. Fans here. You know First what? Let's just take a break now, uh, then, so, uh, and I'll I'll well, hold my sports that. comment. I was no. just saying we have a, we have a no because a you know there's One some 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 news stories the Hindenburg. Um, uh, Iraq's invasion of Kuwait wow. <laughs> and the Browns winning, winning, winning for the first all, time in a year and a half. All are worth 
stopping everything and talking about. So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, a little more live till 5. Stick around. It is episode 282 on this Friday, September 21st, 3.48 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. More live till 5 after this. with a little more live till 5, 3.51 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. If you ever miss part of the show, tune in Saturdays noon to 2 or Sunday nights 7 to 9 p.m. when we rebroadcast the show in its entirety. All two hours of it, folks. 88.1 FM, Saturday noon to 2, Sunday night 7 to 9 p.m. Catch us on the rebound or go to our website, khmg.org, download the podcast, listen to the live stream. We have a lot of other great podcasts that we produce here locally. At KHMG, we'd love for you to have access to through our website as well. Find us on Facebook, Harvest Family Radio Guam. Give us a little thumbs up, follow us, and then you'll get updated anytime we have something cool and new happening on KHMG. We do have in studio someone that he rose to the occasion. He heard the call and he came running. Uh, Bryce Collier, second generation radio station Collier. Welcome to the show, Bryce. Thank you. Glad to be here. Glad it was an unplanned appearance. It was. But uh, the apple cider brought you. It always will. Yes. And, and, it, and it was worth it, right? We didn't even overhype oh. it, right? No, I thought you might be, but it's 100% worth and, it. And it's possible I might have overhyped other things in the past, but this time <laughs> I did possible. not. No. Yeah. This was worth the price of admission, for sure. Awesome. Well, since we have you up here, and we have a couple minutes till the top of the hour, tell us, what do you do here at Harvest Christian Academy? Um, well, I came back to Harvest because it's where I grew up. I love it here. Um, I am a teacher. I teach middle school. I teach 7th grade advanced pre-algebra, life skills, and boys PE, as well as a 7th and 8th grade math elective. I coach math counts. I do all kinds of stuff, really. You were a math counts kid yourself, right? I was. I went to nationals in my 8th grade year, and now I'm sharing that knowledge with my children. That's right. I think I remember you were you were that guy that didn't have to study math much. You just did yeah. it. Yeah, it just it just comes so naturally. Yeah, you know? yeah. Did you do math kangaroo also when uh, you were a kid? I, I did. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got that was funky the early days. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember. Okay, cool. You, did you go? To, you went to DC. No, I went to uh, Walt Disney World. In Walt Orlando. Disney. Orlando. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. Because that yeah, I, rem- I remember. That's right. Seventh grade, it was. Washington, I think it DC. rotates right. back and forth yeah. every other year. So I think mm-hmm. this next year it'll be back in Orlando. It actually. is okay. Okay. All right. And, uh, <laughs> so now you weren't necessarily planning to do all those things. Um, oh no, not we, not exactly. We kind of reached out to you and said, "Hey, if you're willing to do anything, we've got the perfect <laughs> job for you." Oh yes, yes. It was a little bit of pestering. Yeah. You both came. Uh, yep. Lawrence and Jared both came back to PCC where I went to college. Yep. Um, talk to me. And we only got to talk to you for a few minutes, honestly. I no, mean, when we saw you at PCC, it was like uh, it was between quick. classes or yeah, something. it was right yeah. after lunch, I think. You guys yeah. were That's going to a meeting breaks. with somebody. Yep. It was yeah. fun, though. It was good. Good to see you guys again. And then um, it really just got the got the ball rolling. I mm-hmm. uh, got the wheels turning in my head. I talked to my fiance at the time, now my wife, Katie. Um, she really wanted to come to Guam, explore a little bit, adventure. And I always wanted to come back to Harvest and back to Guam. Yep. So this was the opportunity for me. All right. And I took it. And uh, I'm sure your job will morph uh, based on your skills. We had all these little pieces of different 
pizzas that we put together to make one whole pizza. Now I'm a leftover whole pizza. Yes. You are. Yes. But you're a whole. You are a I whole am. pizza. It's you, just you, slices. That's me. You're meat lovers and you're the you're pineapple. One, you're one you're for the, the variety family. Chicken. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. everybody Got a little gets bit a of something. Right. And, and everything. everyone is going to find something they like about you because oh, of that. That's my so, goal, yeah. Um, actually, one of the best things about you is actually uh, that you got married I to did, a very yes. talented, uh, uh, wonderful person who's been working in the office. But really, she would love to be a nurse. She's a nurse. Yes, sir. And she, so if any of our listeners know of any uh, nursing positions out there, yeah, please let me put know. in a good word. For there sure. you go. Still I mean, looking. actually, I'd love for her to keep working in the office indefinitely because she's pretty much getting us caught that's up on goal. some big projects. Oh, yeah. But she's awesome there. She's awesome wherever she goes. Though, yes. So. That's good. Good job. She's I sitting really, right outside the window oh, sipping yeah. some apple cider. Loving so. every bit of this, I'm that's sure. Right. That's right. She just loves the attention. <laughs> really that's why it. she's, she's oh, yeah, just like, an out front person. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, But no, if any of our listeners know of a good nursing job. Yeah, we have a very talk qualified Jared, person. Talk to I me. Can, I can give her a. As long as you provide free apple cider, she might work for half the price. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't need the money. <laughs> Jared will arrange that. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, nice. uh, we have about three or four minutes before the top of the hour. What are you guys doing this weekend, Lawrence? Um, like I was mentioning earlier, we do have Spirit Week, so we have a little bit of a oh, prep yeah. work to do for that. A lot of that's been done, but a few more things, and then. Um, um, that that's pretty much it for yep. me. That's the main thing I got in front of me. So. Spirit Week. Your wife's got the shower. Mm-hmm. Summit meeting relax start. a little yep. bit tomorrow yeah, night summit because start. Mm-hmm. summit meetings on Sunday. Bryce, what you got going this weekend? Uh, tonight there's a volleyball game over mm. at the gym. Yeah. Harvest Senior is playing, night for the girls. Yep. Oh, that's Harvest right. Is playing Southern. It'll be a good game. Hopefully they lost closely to them last time, but home field advantage should be pretty good this time. Good. Uh, Korean festival tomorrow. Hoping to get over to that. Oh, as long where's as the that at? Good. Yeah, that's um, new. Ipao Beach, I think. Okay. And it's like the right. Japanese festival they've yeah. had every year. I really? think they're starting a Korean one, though. Mm-hmm. Now. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm really going for the K-pop, but the food should be good. Okay, yes, great. Of course. And we have oh, yeah. that on record now. That's awesome. <laughs> the, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, uh, Baby Shark. Uh, there you go. That's the new uh, <laughs> new trend is they took the Baby Shark kids song and they turned it into like a Korean pop thing I saw on the news. So okay. yeah, He knows more good. about K-pop than I do. Well, awesome. you know, hey, you got to be a man for all seasons to have That's your own right. talk radio show. That's good. You'll be there well someday. I, yeah. I hope so. Yep. Yep. All right. And then, uh, Chris, what are you doing this weekend? I'm trying to get a little rest. It's been a, a, a busy three weeks, and so yeah. Oh, yeah. not feeling too well today, so I'm just going to go home and rest a little bit. So yeah. nothing exciting like that for me. Yeah. Well, and it, it might be a good weekend for rest because we do have our summit meeting starting Sunday morning yep. here at Harvest Baptist Church. The morning service at 10.30 a.m. We have a guest speaker, Dr. Jim Tillotson from Faith Baptist Bible College, former missionary and church planner, all around just great, uh, funny speaker, uh, very engaging guy, loves the Lord, loves people, and really a great guy to be around. And we'd encourage people to come visit us that morning, 10.30 a.m. Then he's speaking again Sunday evening at 6 p.m. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. And um, it's a... it's kind of focusing on how to grow in Christ as a church member. And so uh, if you're a believer and you're looking for some encouragement in that area, you should really uh, try and take some time. But for us, it does mean we're going to have a little bit of a busy week. So we're we're trying to, you know, store up a little bit of energy, which is a good thing we're putting all these extra carbs into our body because, yeah. you know, that'll Wonderful. help us push through. Carbs are the best energy. And there you go. There you go. And uh, hopefully we'll use them. So... Uh, yeah, and I guess we also want to just make a quick shout-out one more time. The reason Sebastian Basildu is not here today is because, you know, he and Jessica are expecting, and by next week's radio show, good, good, good chance. 
Basil Dua Bambino. Little bouncing baby Basil Dua. Yeah, that's what that's what we're expecting. And they've done a good job of keeping the name top secret. They have. They won't even tell people like one letter of the name. So people have been trying I, to I bribe them. I guess Ebenezer, and, and they just... They, yeah, they kind of winked tell. at me. You can, <laughs> they kind of winked at me for mm-hmm, that one, though. So. Mm-hmm, yep, really? Yep. Ebenezer. Yeah. Ebenezer Basadua. That would be a mouthful right there. That would it rolls be. right off the tongue, though. Yeah, I would I'd name them carrot cake or... Yeah. German chocolate, something that Jessica has, you know. Yeah. So I almost got named uh, Xavier or Roman. That would have seemed, I like both those names, but that Xavier name, Xavier Baldwin, would make that you'd be right in the line of the Baldwin, King Baldwin. You read my mind exactly. It seems like it was either that because there was some musician, Xavier Cougat, who was like a, a, a ballroom musician, or there was this guy, Roman Gabriel, who was an NFL yeah, quarterback. Yeah, Roman Gabriel. And so I almost got named Roman or Xavier. Instead, they I've, went with Jawood. I've always yeah. liked the name Maximilian. Oh, yeah. Perhaps I do like Maximilian that. Basil Dua. Yes. Maximilian. Nero. I just like that one. <laughs> Nero. Uh, Caligula. <laughs> it's some, some name full of power. That'd yeah. be great. So yeah. Romulus. Yeah. Hey, uh, guys, thanks for coming oh, around hey, today to and thanks listeners. for me come up and get some apple cider awesome get a refill on your way out and get some for your wife there and uh, thanks listeners for sticking around for this first hour of live till five it's episode 282 on this friday september 21st here at the khmg studios you're listening to us here on khmg 88.1 fm barragata guam stick around for sron news and a second hour of live till five with a little more live till five it's friday september 21st episode 282 at 406 p.m here at the khmg studios that was fun first hour we put out the call for free apple cider and bryce collier came running and uh, that was fun to have him on the show thank you to bryce and katie swinging by as well as lawrence nangast shout out to sebastian who's not here today because He's kind of waiting to see how things are going to go with the expectant mom at home. So better for him to be there than here. We got you covered today, Sebastian. And uh, we'll be praying for you this weekend, for you and Jessica, as you go through this big occasion sometime soon. Not guaranteed it's going to be this weekend, but sometime soon. She's due this weekend. Anyway, second hour of Live Till 5. If you ever miss part of the show, you can tune in Saturdays, noon to 2 or Sunday night, 7 to 9 p.m. We do that on purpose because we know a lot of people can't listen to all two hours. So we rebroadcast the show in its entirety just for you so you can pick up where you left off. Maybe you're running some errands or you're between appointments or taking the kids home from school. No problem. We got you covered. Noon to 2, Saturday, 7 to 9 p.m. Sunday night. Catch us on the rebound or download the podcast, khmg.org, khmg.org. 
where you can download the podcast of this show and many other great programs we produce here at Harvest Family Radio. And uh, we have all those in a library on our website as well. So you can look up sermons, for example, by topic, by speaker, by Bible passage. So we have a whole library of resources available for you there. Plus we have podcasts uh, of all the different programs we produce here. Take Note, Building Great Leaders, Living Redemptively, uh, Harvest Time, Heart of Harvest, of course, Live Till Five, and other great shows that we've produced here over the history of Harvest. And uh, Bryce Collier, you'll even hear his dad's voice from time to time on some of those shows because he did a lot of the voice work for the first 19 years of Harvest Family Radio. And um, so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Find us on Facebook as well. Harvest Family Radio Guam, give us a little thumbs up, follow us, subscribe there, and then you can get updates anytime we add something new to our Facebook page. We do a lot with social media here. It's a great way for us to let you know what's going on here at Harvest Family Radio and at Harvest Ministries in general. Now, I noticed this week, I had heard it on the news, I looked it up, that Merriam-Webster Dictionary is adding a bunch of new words to their dictionary. Every year about this time, they, they announce what all the new words are going to add. And so some of these words are kind of from internet lingo. Some of it's more cultural. But out of the 840 new words, I want to share a few of them with you. I've heard a few of these myself. Like, um, this is adjective, bougie, B-O-U-G-I-E, short for bourgeois which is uh, marked by a concern for wealth, possession, or respectability. So it means like extra fancy, extra rich looking. T-L-D-R, the letters T-L and then semicolon, and then the letters D-R. This is something that people sometimes put on social media or Reddit, for example. And T-L, semicolon D-R, is abbreviation for too long, didn't read. Something that would take too much time to read. I could put that on 50% of the emails that come uh, to my inbox. Bingeable, B-I-N-G-E-A-B-L-E, bingeable. Um, Let's say you want to watch a whole bunch of episodes of some show in a row. Well, you're going to binge watch those things. And so bingeable means having multiple episodes or parts that can be watched in rapid succession. And something that I guess is implied that it's worthy of that, if there is such a thing. Predictive, it's a word you might hear in the news sometimes, as in predictive text, which means of, relating to, or usable, or valuable for prediction. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Let's see. Oh, okay. Haptics. Haptics. H-A-P-T-I-C-S. It's a noun. The use of electronically or mechanically generated movement that a user experiences through the sense of touch as part of an interface such as on a gaming console or smartphone. Uh, force quit, this is a verb, force quit. It's actually two words, but it's kind of a, a combined word. It means to force, to shut down. So like an unresponsive computer program, you do a force quit. Uh, let's see here. Instagram is now in the dictionary as a verb. So it's always been the name of a company that did social media, but it's a verb now, Instagram, to post a picture to the Instagram photo sharing service. And I think people use it now even in a broader uh, context, like I'm Instagramming this, which means I'm taking a picture of this and sharing it on social media in general. Biohacking. 
This is a noun. I've heard this a lot. Biological experimentation like gene editing, use of drugs or implants done to improve the quality or capabilities of living organisms instead of using traditional medical or scientific research. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, fintech. I just heard this recently. Fintech. Products and companies that employ new... newly developed digital and online technologies in the banking and financial services industries. FinTech, like financial technology. Uh, Let's see here. Fave, of course, this has probably been slang for a long time, but now it's officially in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Fave, short for favorite. Adorbs, adjective, short for adorable. Um, Let's see here. Rando, if someone's just a rando, that means it's a disparaging term for a random person, someone that's not recognizable or whose appearance seems unprompted or unwelcome. Some rando walks into your office. That means they're just someone that just walks in, maybe gets some rando comment on our social media every once in a while. Just random. It's kind of disparaging, kind of rando. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, let's see here. There, There's a couple here that I can't pronounced because they're actually from other languages oh zoodles you ever had a zoodle i don't know what that is it's a long thin strip of zucchini resembling a string or a narrow ribbon of pasta so it's a zucchini noodle it's a zoodle oh that sounds fine yeah Yeah. they have a they have this device it's kind of like an inverted pencil sharpener okay and you put the zucchini in it and you kind of can twist it and it produces zoodles these zucchini noodles which are very low carb Pretty tasty. Don't boil them. They turn to, they literally disintegrate. You fry them in a pan with like oil or butter. Pretty good. Then you put spaghetti sauce on it. Tasty. Zoodles. Hangry. I've been this before. It's where you're angry and hungry because you're kind of grumpy because you haven't eaten. Makes you hangry. It's an adjective. Uh, Let's see here. And Generation Z. Generation Z. It's in the... Merriam-Webster Dictionary now, the generation of people born in the late 90s and early 2000s. That's a pretty small generation. Hmm. Yeah, that's, well, but that's how Merriam-Webster defines it. And they do make dictionaries, so you, I guess you have to trust it. I want to run one sports news thing by you, Chris, and then we'll listen to your news. Have you ever heard of, and maybe you heard about this in the news, but, uh, like a, a double play happening, but the, the, the batter did not get retired in the midst of it. So okay. the defensive team yeah. in baseball making a double play, but the batter's not out. Right. So maybe you, you tag someone at second who's making a run to second, and then maybe you throw it a third and he gets caught between bases or something. Yeah. And yep. that's two outs. A double play, right? But the guy still makes it to first. Yeah, so it's kind of to first. You know, it's it's a sure ineffective hit because he just lost two people. Just get himself it to advance. That's early probably going to be called a fielder's choice, though. Yeah, because you could have thrown him out at first, but you chose to try to go for the double play. Right. Maybe. So here's one. They just had this happen for the first time in 106 years um, on August. Let's see here, August. I think it was August 16th or August 17th. I mean, Sorry. the batter it will not be credited with a hit. Right. He'll be credited with a fielder's choice. So here you go. A 5-4 triple play in the top of the fourth inning against Los Angeles Angels, the Texas Rangers, 
turned a rare triple play uh, without um, the batter getting out. Because the bases must have been loaded. The right? bases were loaded. Gotcha. They got So the way this happened was Angels hitter David Fletcher smoked a grounder to Rangers third baseman Jerkson Profar, who caught the ball on a short hop. Profar stepped on third for a forced out, tagged out the runner, Taylor Ward, who appeared to believe Profar caught the ball in the air and was retreating to the bag. Profar then threw it to uh, this to uh, Rognid Odor at second base for another forced out and the 5-4 triple play. So it was a catch, a tag, and then caught the other guy at second base. But the batter still made it to first. Oh. That so hasn't happened in 106 years. Wow. A triple play without retiring the batter. That's pretty rare. And it all happened right there around third base. Two outs right there near third base and then throw it to second real quick. Sure. Interesting. So he didn't catch it, though, because that means the batter would have been out. So he, he forced oh, no, one no, no. out. He tagged he, one out there and you threw go. one out. Yes, that's okay, it. Okay, gotcha. That's forced, tagged, and threw. That's yeah. it. That's it. And then the guy, yeah, because and then, he would have got the guy coming off a third, tagged him. Yeah. He got the guy um, uh, coming through it to third. coming to third, and then he threw it to second, got the guy going back, retreating to second. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It doesn't happen, hasn't happened in 106 years. Even the umpires were a little confused what was going on there for a second. That's a heads such up a rare play to, 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 rem- to think through all that. Yeah. You're- yeah. Cause you can't practice for that. I mean, yeah. that's, that's just such a rare string of events. And, and, you know, an accurate hitter wouldn't put their team in that situation. So it was a little bit of a odd hit as well. So anyway, wow. that was in the news recently. Triple play. Speaking of triple plays, what's in the news? Is that well? That's you know, I'm just trying to think plays. of a yeah. It's it's you know. I I have three news stories. Is there that you a go. triple play? It is. There it is. Go. Okay. Well, the first two are not great news stories in the sense that uh, it's a little bit of bad news. A new report on Islamic extremism around the world comes from the Tony Blair Institute for Global Change, and it finds that Muslim violence cost the lives of over 84,000 people in 66 countries last year. Now, the report concludes that, quote, a sizable number of terrorist operations in 2017 focused on the religious persecution of Christians, unquote, as we know. Muslim extremists are also killing a lot of other more moderate Muslims and working to destabilize peace in Arab countries in the Middle East. Typically, that's the uh, Muslim countries that are much more moderate in their approach. So uh, that's not necessarily great news. Also, Vietnamese President Tran Dai Quan has died. He was 61 years old. The official Vietnam news agency says Quan died at the 108 Military Hospital in Hanoi on Friday due to a serious illness, but they did not elaborate on the illness. Quan hosted President Donald Trump during his first state visit to the communist country last year. His public appearance was at the Politburo meeting of the ruling Communist Party and a reception for a Chinese delegation on Wednesday. Kwong did not appear in public for more than a month last year, and that raised some questions or some speculation about his health. He was a career security officer and was elected president in April of 2016. Alphabet Inc., the parent company of Google, gave details about its policies 
for third-party Gmail add-ons, but stopped short of fully addressing questions from U.S. senators about developers who break its email scanning rules. Now, I don't know if, know if you're familiar with this, but basically the accusation is, and, and not really much of a, a denial, is that um, certain apps will scan the text of your emails for certain things to be used for advertising to you later. And we know that's happened with certain uh, uh, with certain apps in the Gmail uh, ecosystem that are add-ons, uh, but they haven't elaborated basically on mm. how many of the apps are doing this. This, of course, brings up all manner of questions. Um, how user data flows between big technology platforms such as Google and Facebook and their partners has faced scrutiny around the world this year since Facebook revealed that it had done little to monitor such relationships. So Google said in a letter to U.S. senators that was made public then on Thursday that it relies on automated scans and reports from security researchers to monitor add-ons after launch. But it did not respond to lawmakers' requests to say how many have been caught violating their policies. Now, Gmail users must give their consent to activate extensions, which can help them send emails on a time delay or get price match rebates from retailers or remove unwanted mailing list. But under Google's policies, software firms that create these add-ons must inform users about how they collect and share Gmail data. Hmm. So let's say that you had an add-on that was scanning all of your emails for certain keywords that they would then uh, pass along to another company for the purposes of targeting advertising to you. And we know that this happens with all manner of social media networks and all kinds of online um, stores and online Anything that you sign into, a lot of times can have these. Oh yeah, you know that things. because if you use a device for something, um, yeah. let's say you're checking your email, and then you open up your social media account, oftentimes the pop-up ads on the side are somehow correlating to other things you've been doing, either searches you did in Amazon or something you put into Google. All of a sudden, you're you Googled hotels in Bangkok and then all of a sudden the pop-up on the side is this new deal at a hotel in Bangkok sure it's it you know there's a lot of that information it's very porous uh, between one to the other and the key is that users don't know this is occurring right. and they have not given their permission for this to occur and so you'll notice that in the EU uh, they have all manner of new rules about what um, information can be collected by websites and they have all manner of uh, fines that uh, for businesses that violate that data collection. And so uh, here a few months ago, most of the plugins and things that we use on our website uh, became compliant with the, it's called GDPR and uh, became compliant with this. But I think where people get, which where it gets a little more tricky is when you've sent or received an email about something and you haven't posted it on Facebook, maybe it's a private thing, but you begin seeing emails about this, right, I'll right. give you a little idea. 
So we've been talking about security on campus at Harvest, and I noticed that um, these locks for classroom doors began popping up yep. in my all of my ads. Yes. And so I was just on Facebook today, and those were popping up. And I right. thought, how did they learn that? I don't right. remember Googling it. Yep. I don't remember. Yep. I didn't post anything on Facebook about right. it. Right. Um, so it's interesting. I don't know if I don't know if there was some information. I don't use Gmail, right? Particularly, but um, somehow that information came across because there would be no other context right. in which I would be thinking of that. So it's a it's a it's an important thing. Right. Users need to be aware that most of these companies are anything you input, they're collecting right. and using it to sell to advertisers. Right. Right. That's yeah. the bottom line. Yep. So. Well, it's better to know uh, what you're getting into, and then you can choose whether or not you want to be, sure, you know, put on some kind of mailing list or not. So, sure, all right. Well, thanks a lot, Chris. Appreciate you sharing the news with us. Yep. Hope you have a great weekend. I'll try. We're gonna take a short break. When we come back, a little stranger than fiction came across a few stories. I think you guys might find a little unusual and entertaining. Then I want to talk about our topic of the day: POW and MIA. POWs and MIAs and what that means. Prisoners of wars, missing in action, some of the facts about that, where the POW MIA flag came from, and honoring those who have lost someone as a POW or MIA. So we'll take a short break. When we come back, more live till five after this. back with a little more live till 5 4 29 p.m on this friday september 21st episode 282 of live till 5 this little segment i like to call stranger than fiction because oftentimes truth is stranger than fiction i come across all these interesting stories and articles different websites there's a couple of my go-to ones if you're ever looking for some interesting stories i can't vouch for every story they have on there it's readability or worth if it's worthwhile or not, but I get some from Reuters. They have a section of their news called Oddly Enough. Sometimes there's some interesting things there. Sometimes I get stuff right off of some of the major media, and it's just a a title that catches my attention. Sometimes I'll go to Mental Floss, where they compile lists of things from other sites. Sometimes it's the local newspaper. So it just depends, and you have to be wise when you're going through the news because it can be, the news can be pretty discouraging and defiling as well. So... But this is not, unless you really hate reptiles, because in an unassuming house on Francis River, Loire, a cobra lives on the coffee table, a 110-pound tortoise roams the garden, and a seven-foot-long alligator sleeps in the owner's bed while another keeps watch at the door. Over two decades, 67-year-old reptile enthusiast Philippe Gillette has amassed a collection of more than 400 phobia-inducing animals, including rattlesnakes, tarantulas, and lizards in a home in western France near the city of Nantes. Remind me, by the way, side note, I'm never going to Nantes. 
Now, back to the story. Gillette says that two alligators named Ali and Gator were rescued from a leather farm, um, but most of the animals are pets that outstay their welcome elsewhere and have been abandoned or donated. He said, I think it's unfair to treat these animals the way we do because we don't understand them, he told Reuters after feeding a chicken to his alligator. What about chicken rights activists, Mr. Gillette? Anyway, sorry, I'm getting off on this uh, tangent here. We don't understand them. We hate them. We think they're horrible. But when we get to know them, you can call them over, tell them to come and eat something, for example, like your arm. Uh, Gillette says he has all the necessary permits to keep and transport the animals for road shows, which he runs to raise awareness about reptiles. He insists the locals do not mind their unusual neighbors and regularly pop in for coffee, safe in the knowledge that the most dangerous snakes are kept in a room behind two sets of doors. But the local fire department is more cautious. They are under instructions not to enter the house in an emergency. I got a feeling we're going to be reading about him. Just have a feeling. Future show. Okay. How about this one? In London. Exhausted Londoners, residents of London, hoping to take a rest from their busy schedules are being offered an alternative to coffee breaks. A sleep pod where they can grab some shut-eye for only 15 pounds or $20 an hour. Inspired by Japanese capsule hotels, Pop and Rest in London's trendy uh, Shoreditch area boasts four sleep pod rooms with dark walls, lavender aroma to aid in relaxation, each supplied with earplugs and an eye mask. Uh, and it, it talks about uh, these people that founded it, basically, and this article kind of goes on, and they show some pictures of these sleep pods, and it just looks like a very tall, small bedroom. And the, the whole purpose is basically the city of London is very busy. People work really long days. They're not getting the rest they need. And so they can, they can head over to this, this little nap place for an hour for their lunch break or tea time and take a rest and then go back to work refreshed. Actually, sounds like a great idea. I wish someone would do that right here on our campus. Okay, let's see. Here's another one from a, another side of the planet. In Brasilia, players from Flamingo and Vasco da Gama came to the rescue of an ambulance on Saturday after the vehicle, which was transporting an injured player to the hospital, refused to start. Vasco's Bruna Silva needed medical attention after being knocked out in the second half, but after being loaded into the ambulance, the vehicle was unable to leave the pitch. With both sets of fans in the 54,000 crowd at Brasilia's main uh, Garincha Stadium, howling in derision, players from both sides had to push start the ambulance to bring it back to life. That's a first, Flamingo defender Rivera told Sport TV. What a lamentable scene. I thought the driver was kidding, but he said uh, he had turned the engine off and asked for help. We managed to push it a little bit and kick-started it. It's kind of funny. Two teams had to push the ambulance off the field, so the ambulance died. Very interesting. Here's one more Stranger Than Fiction, then we'll take a short break and we're going to come back and talk about the POW MIA flag and the, the day to remember POWs and MIAs. This one's this one is everyone's worst nightmare if they if this is what everyone's thinking when they watch one of these world record attempts. An insect foiled the Guinness World Record attempt in Germany on August 3rd. Volunteers in Nita, Germany, were nearly finished setting up dominoes for what they hoped would be the most many dominoes toppled in a chain reaction. 
A fly landed on one of the tiny fingernail-sized dominoes, causing the chain reaction to begin at the wrong place. Organizer Patrick Sinair said the run took volunteers two weeks to set up. The insect landed near the beginning of the set, so the run, though shortened, still lasted 15 minutes, toppled nearly 600,000 dominoes, and captured three lesser world records. Crazy flies. Always messing up the dominoes. Hey, we're going to take a short break now. When we come back, I want to talk about POWs and MIAs because this is the week that we remember them. Easy to forget sometimes if it hasn't affected us personally. So I want to elevate that today. So we'll take a short break. Be back soon with more Live Till 5. A little more live till 5, 4.38 p.m. on this Friday, September 21st. A little rainy outside. Let me look. Oh, yeah, it's coming down. It's going to be a rainy weekend from all the weather reports we've seen. So hopefully you will find a way to stay dry. I think I'm going to be refing a few soccer games this weekend. So I might get a little pruny refing all those great under-13 elite soccer players that will all be getting drenched with me. So it'll be fun. As long as there's no lightning, we should be just fine. Welcome back to Live Till 5. I want to take a few minutes to talk about something very important. Today is POW slash MIA day. And sad to say, many young people have no idea what POW MIA day stands for. So today, as kind of a second hour theme, I'd like to take a little time and talk about it. I looked at a couple different resources, and there's one that just is a great resource uh, from a history website just about the POW MIA flag, which is very distinctive. Um, And then there's some other resources about the holiday itself. But I figured I'd just get it all from one source for you today. The dodlive.mil website has a whole, and that's the Department of Defense News, and they have four things to know on POW MIA Recognition Day, which is today. So, it has a picture of the POW, and then star MIA, and then underneath it says, you are not forgotten, and it has a picture of a man's head kind of bowing, and you can see a guard tower behind, and and uh, uh, looks like barbed wire fence behind, maybe. So, I'm going to talk about POW and MIA Recognition Day. You are not forgotten. That's the central phrase behind POW MIA Recognition Day, a day to honor the sacrifices made by America's prisoners of war, those who are still missing in action, and their families. Many of our service members suffered as prisoners of war during several decades of varying conflicts, while some of them made it home. Tens of thousands more never did. Here are four things to know about how this important Remembrance Day got started, what it means, and how you can help recognize it. First, the history. POW MIA Recognition Day is commemorated on the third Friday of every September a date that's not associated with any particular war. In 1979, Congress and the President passed resolutions to make it official after the families of more than 2,500 Vietnam War POW MIAs pushed for full accountability. During the first POW MIA Recognition Day commemoration, 
A ceremony was held at the National Cathedral in Washington, D.C., while the first tactical squadron from Langley Air Force Base in Virginia flew the missing man formation. Most ceremonies since then have been held at the Pentagon, and um, many smaller observances have cropped up across the nation and around the world on military installations. The point of POW MIA Recognition Day is to ensure that America remembers to stand behind those who serve and to make sure we do everything we can to account for those who have never returned. Here are some of the numbers. Now, these numbers are a little over 12 years old. This was put out in the 2005 Congressional Research Service, so 13 years old. In order to comprehend the importance of this day, all you need to do is look at the sheer number of Americans who have been listed as POWs and MIAs. 130,201 World War II service members were imprisoned. 14,072 of them died. That'd be like the whole population of Guam almost as prisoners of war. 14,072 died. 7,140 Korean War service members were imprisoned. 2,701 of them died. 725 Vietnam War service members were imprisoned. 64 of them died. And one of the most famous, of course, was former Senator John McCain, who was imprisoned in the Hanoi Hilton, among other places, for a very extended period of time, and he just recently passed away. 37 service members were imprisoned during conflicts since 1991, including both the Gulf Wars. None are still in captivity. According to the Department of Defense uh, Accounting Agency, 82,478 Americans who fought in those wars are still missing, including 73,014 people were still missing from World War II, 7,729 from the Korean War, 1,603 from Vietnam, 126 from the Cold War, and six missing from conflict since 1991. The Defense POW MIA Accountability Agency said about 75% of those missing Americans are somewhere in the Asia-Pacific region. More than 41,000 have been presumed lost at sea. Efforts to find those men, identify them, and bring them home are constant. For example, the DPAA said that in 2016, it accounted for 61 men missing during the Korean War. They had been identified either through recovery operations from remains turned over by the North Koreans in 1990s, or they'd previously been buried as unknowns. Second thing you need to know, the POW MIA flag, traditional flag that's well known across America, was actually created many years before the Remembrance Day became official. In 1971, a woman named Mary Hoff contacted a flag company near her home to see if a flag reminding people of POWs and the missing could be made. She was one of the many waiting to see if her husband, Navy Lieutenant Commander Michael Hoff, would ever return home after his plane had been shot down over Laos. World War II pilot Newt Heisley designed the now-famous flag, which was made in black and white to represent the sorrow, anxiety, and hope symbolized in the image of the gaunt man featured on it. For every POW MIA Recognition Day since 1982, the flag has flown just below the stars and stripes at the White House. The other flag... Uh, it, the, the only other flag to ever do so. In 1998, Congress ordered it to also be displayed on Armed Forces Day, Memorial Day, Flag Day, Independence Day, and Veterans Day. Another thing you need to know, bracelets help continue the support. While the POW MIA flag reminds us to never forget our prisoners of war and missing in action, bracelets also become a popular personal form of remembrance in the 1970s. They're still worn and purchased by families and veterans who are also wearing bracelets for those who were killed in action in more recent wars. And if you don't need, if you don't feel the need to buy a flag or a bracelet, it's still important to remember the extreme sacrifices of our POWs and MIAs 
and America's packed to them, that we will take care of them, and no matter how much time has passed, they will make it back home. It's a good article written by Katie Lang, Lang, uh, in 2015, September 18th, 2015, four things to know on POW MIA Recognition Day. So I'd encourage you to check it out on the dodlive.mil website, four things to know on POW MIA Recognition Day, which today is. And I'm not aware of any, I have no personal connection to any POWs or MIAs, but when I was active duty Air Force in the early 1990s, I remember going to the shop at, at Lackland Air Force Base and going to the BX, the base exchange, and they had for sale bracelets. They had red ones, and I think they had silver ones. They were metal, and they have engraved on them the name and the branch of service, and I think maybe the year of different POWs and MIAs. And again, a lot of those were from the Vietnam era. I think that in the 90s, of course, there was still some hope that maybe uh, more POWs and MIAs would be returned home uh, one way or the other from that conflict. But it's staggering how many were lost in World War II and never able to be recovered. And I think a lot of that's because of the naval battles and the nature of that, because they couldn't find the you know, the last remains of, of the men and women that served during that time that maybe were in a naval battle. So we salute and honor those families who have made the ultimate sacrifice. They have a family member that was a prisoner of war and they came home. But, you know, some of those men and women that are prisoners of war, they leave a piece of themselves in that prison. And so, uh, we commend them and we support them. Then there are some that are missing in action. They never came home. There's not a full sense of closure because there's not guarantee what exactly happened there to them at the end. And we grieve with them. And then, of course, there are those that know their family member was killed in action and uh, KIA, and we grieve with their loss as well. And we're grateful to all of their sacrifice, the men and women of the U.S. Armed Forces that serve selflessly. Our country is great because God has blessed us with so many great people that protect our freedoms and they're willing to take the call and go and defend freedom in other places. It doesn't mean everyone's perfect. It doesn't mean it's a a holy war or anything like that. It's just people that are willing to take up a cause greater than themselves and not be selfish but be selfless. And I have great, great admiration for men and women that put themselves in harm's way uh, or just sacrifice the comforts of home to go out and uh, try to help make the world a little bit better place by doing some good, protecting freedoms. And as a ministry here on Harvest, at Harvest, here on Guam, we've had the opportunity to reach out to a lot of military folks. Harvest Baptist Church started out, at least in part, as an outreach to military families. And so we, we've made that part of our mission to try and reach military families. It's so neat when we have a recognition of those that have served or are currently serving in one of the branches of the U.S. Armed Forces, men and women both. When we have people stand in our church service, it seems like about one quarter to one third of our folks are either in the military, prior military, or spouses of someone uh, that is either in or prior. So 
lot of veterans, a lot of active duty, a lot of guard and reserve here at our church. So that's really a blessing. It's neat to be part of a, a ministry that has that in its DNA. I think it's really made a difference in the way we look at things and the way we treat people. And, um, you know, we're always looking for more opportunities to reach out. I know we have a Bible study down at Big Navy tonight, actually. If you want to know more about that, you can contact Harvest Baptist Church. Contact us through our Facebook page so we can reply right away. Because by the time this show's over, the office will be closed. But if you contact us through our Facebook page, Harvest Baptist Church or Harvest Family Radio Guam, we'll give you some information about one of those military Bible studies we're doing down on base tonight. Always looking for someone to host a military Bible study on base, Anderson or Big Navy. Just putting a plug out there. Going to take a short break. We'll come back, wrap up the show after this. Walk with me, walk with me, Lord, God, walk with me, while I'm on this old tedious journey, I want Jesus to walk with me. And we're back with the last few minutes of Live Till 5. It's 4.52 p.m. on this Friday, September 21st. Glad to have you with us today. 282 episodes behind us as of five minutes from now. And it's been fun. Really enjoyed it. This two hours flies by. Had some special guests on the show. Want to wrap up the show talking about something very important. Highlighting the plight of Christians in other countries. The World Watch List 2018. The 50 countries where it's most dangerous to follow Jesus. Country number 23 on the list is Malaysia. Its uh, source of persecution is Islamic oppression. About almost 3 million Christians out of a population of 31 million. So almost 10% Christian. Violence is is lower than other countries this high on the list, but it's still 23% danger of violence. But their family life persecution, 89%, way up there as far as the level of persecution for converting as a family. Pray for the protection of secret gatherings of believers from Muslim backgrounds. Pray for strength and courage for new converts who are often kicked out of their homes, isolated from their families and communities, and sent to Islamic re-education camps and pray that Malays do not uh, that do not have religious liberty, um, and they can't leave Islam. So, pray for Malaysia. Here's another one: Nepal. They have persecution, and this is one that's that's not so much. It's not an Islamic issue. It's religious nationalism. Population of almost 29 million, only 403,000 Christians. Main religion is Hinduism. Violence is relatively low, but church life, national life, community life, family life, and private life are all ranked very high when it comes to pressure. Most of the persecution of Christians in Nepal comes from a Hindu radical groups. Churches where foreigners gather experience the least persecution, while converts and Protestant churches are under higher levels of pressure. The new constitution imposed in 2015 declares that Nepal is a secular state, but clearly specifies conversion to any religion other than Hinduism is not permissible. And is it, in fact, a punishable offense? Prayer points. Pray for converts from Hinduism who experience persecution from their family and community and are at risk under the new restrictive laws. Pray for the Nepali government, 
which has recently passed an even stricter set of laws. Pray that God would move among them and change their hearts towards openness to religious freedom. And it's, it's religious freedom that gives the people the opportunity to gather and meet publicly, and we enjoy that freedom here. We have men and women that have been working hard to protect those freedoms and make sure that we get to continue to have those freedoms, and they're willing to take up the call and go help in other parts of the world where we believe that that freedom uh, is a, a God-given right to people. So we would we would be wise to remember these people in these other countries, Nepal, Malaysia. Some people go to these places for, for trips, for um, uh, different types of, of uh, Malaysia is a popular vacation spot. Nepal, not so much vacationing, but uh, some people go there on other types of relief and aid trips. But it'd be good to remember that the believers there are under extreme persecution. Now, we enjoy the freedom to assemble, and we do so every week, multiple times a week. Not only do we have a Christian school here and radio station, but we have a church here, and we'd love to invite you to visit us this Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. We have classes you can jump into a Bible study group or a class on Sunday morning. 10.30 a.m. is our morning worship service, and we have a guest speaker this week, Jim Tillotson, Dr. Jim Tillotson. He's going to be speaking. It's going to be a really great time, and I'd encourage you to come listen to him. Sunday morning, 10.30, Sunday night, 6 p.m., Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. It's a special week. We call it Summit Meetings. It's a great time to get, get spiritually reinvigorated, re-energized, and I guarantee that if you come expecting God to work in you this week, he will do so. His word will work in you. So I encourage you, please come visit us. If you ever come and visit Harvest and it's because you heard something on this radio, let one of us know. We are so encouraged when we get feedback that people are listening and that this has been an encouragement to them. And you can always let us know you're listening through our Facebook page, Harvest Family Radio Guam. Send us a private message through there. Every week we hear from people through there. Sometimes people have questions or they have comments. Just a little thumbs up even. A new follower is always nice. Share something you see on our Facebook page. Go to our website, khmg.org, khmg.org, and you can listen live to the live stream. You don't have to listen to the radio on the radio anymore. You can listen through our website. You can download podcasts of this show and many other great shows. And you can email us through the website right there on the Contact Us part of the website. And we just love to meet you. Sometimes people come by and they stick their head in the studio here. We're on the third floor, right above the hub. That's why it's so easy for them to deliver drinks to us every week. We're on the third floor and we'd love for you to come by and introduce yourself. See what we're doing here at KHMG. We do this ministry because we want to provide quality Christian, Bible-based programming, beautiful Christian music, 24 hours a day, seven days a week to you, the listening audience here on Guam and all around the world. And we're so glad that you're part of it. And I appreciate you tuning in on Fridays from 3 to 5 p.m., live till 5. It's a lot of fun for us. We enjoy being a little entertaining, a little informative, a little educational. And we hope it's always edifying, building you up in your Christian life and giving you an alternative for your Friday afternoon. So that's it for episode 282 on this Friday, September 21st. Glad that you are with us today. I hope you have a great weekend. You're listening to Live Till 5 on KHMG 88.1 FM, Barragata, Guam. Have a great weekend.